This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Casey covers country. Do you believe in ghosts? Darius Rucker said after the scary experience, he does. Darius Rucker once had a ghost encounter so real and so scary that he asked his his Hootie and the Blowfish bandmate if they could sleep in the same bed that night. Hot. I got an... (laughs) Did he also say, hold my hand? I got to know, Remy. You're at home. The only other person that's there is your brother, Luke. He's in the other room Mm. and you see a ghost. What are the odds you go hop in bed with him? Sleeping with my brother then. That's weird. We had bunk beds for years. I'm good without that life anymore. But you're so scared. I'm not scared of ghosts. If it's a nice ghost, like if it was a scary ghost, that'd be different. But if the it was nice. The way I pop out on corners around here and send you peeing in your pants, yeah. there you would totally be scared. I might just leave. I might just go to a hotel. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I could probably just leave. Anyway, so Darius Rucker told the story on the Kelly Clarkson show. He explained the ghost that he saw all the way back in his college years. And it was actually someone who he knew pretty well. I had my grandmother's bed. And I'm sitting, I wake up one, three o'clock one morning, and I look at the edge of my bed. My grandmother's sitting there. And she's sitting there. And I sit up and I wipe my eyes and I go, wow, and she's still sitting there, and I get up, and I run out of my bed, and I run to Dean's room, and I was like, Dean, my grandmother's ghost is in my room. Can I sleep in your bed? He went, no. <laughs> I love Darius's laugh. So he ended up sleeping on the couch. Yeah. But he says he saw the ghost of his grandmother on his bed because the bed did belong to his grandmother first. Gosh, that's so creepy. I used to see people in my uh, when I was like lucidly dreaming in my room. I remember that, but I wasn't scared. I I think the closest, other than obviously the trunk story, I think this the closest I've come is you know dreaming so heavily about someone who's passed that it feels real. That yeah. you wake up and you're like, no way, we did not have an interaction. Yeah, it affects your entire day. Yes. Yeah. I know. Well, sounds like Darius Rucker is a believer in the paranormal. And he says he doesn't mess with that kind of stuff. Kelly was like, were you scared? Like, that was your grandmother. And he was like, I was only scared in the moment. Looking back now, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. Did Garth Brooks just marry John Party? Um, I have questions. Could sound like it. So John Party's always called Garth his biggest inspiration. So Garth Brooks got to have the honor and the privilege to be the guy to induct John Party into the Grand Ole Opry recently. Okay. I know the Opry. They obviously broadcast everything. Yeah. And they at least film it all too and put the videos online. How was John Party not inducted already? You know what I mean? I th- no, I think you'd be surprised at how many people like aren't members. Huh. And okay. the seemingly obvious people. Yeah. That's- I wonder how. Uh, here's another question. I wonder how many people Garth has had inducted. the honor of inducting. Yeah. I know so. Trisha did Lauren Elena. Mm hmm. Anyway, this is another topic. Yes. So it's been a 15-year climb from John Party from moving to Nashville to now becoming a member of the Opry. 
But one of the weirdest moments in the ceremony for me is when Garth is handing John Party the, uh, I guess, the award, mm-hmm. the official Opry member trophy. And he says, this is me and you joined in the holy matrimony shared by our love of country music. Okay. I thought you were going to say he didn't let the he wasn't letting the award go. <laughs> like no, yeah, yeah. He said it and the audience goes. Mm. Oh. Garth is out there saying stuff. Trisha's usually. backstage with yeah. the producers and she's like just let him just let him he, go. He says some He'll of bring the it back around. weirdest stuff when he's doing impromptu, Studio you know what I mean? Studio G, baby. <laughs> Studio G. <laughs> oh, so, Because uh, yeah. he wants to be so deep, right? He's Garth Brooks. He knows that everybody's hanging on every single word he says. <laughs> he wants to be super deep, and it just comes out. Sometimes it's like, I ah, think I that is a segment, going deep with Garth. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> I was like, we're gonna have a, a decent Garth Brooks break here, and it just went off the rails. So. I know, as hard as we try, just um, <laughs> it can't happen. <laughs> as one of John Party's first activities as an official Opry member, tomorrow he'll be kicking off this season of life with uh, his very first Christmas album. I know. You've been looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, he said it's going to be different than most Christmas albums. So that's what I'm looking forward to most about that. Verbatim quoted, we won't have that boring ass Christmas music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, no, oh, holy night or oh, silent night. No offense to any of those songs. Song it's just been done it's a been lot. It's been done and it's been redone. Yeah. And if you know John Party, you know he's trying to kick it up a notch. Mm-hmm. So... I haven't actually looked at the track list yet, but I know it's out. So the album comes out tonight at midnight. Everyone just wants to be a country music star, including Kevin Costner. And I guess you could say he kind of is making it happen. I feel like he's one of those guys that's always dabbled in the in the band scene. In the realm of it all. Yeah. So I didn't know this, but after finalizing his divorce and officially cutting ties with Yellowstone, Kevin Costner's spending all his time on his side gig, his band, Kevin Costner in the Modern West. <laughs> they play country slash rock music, and they've actually been a thing since like the mid 2000s, but obviously he's been busy over the last few years. Yeah. And they just got the band back together last week in Jackson Hole. Obviously selling out two nights at the bar that they were at. Yeah. How would you like to work for Kevin Costner as your front man? Do you think that that would be fun? Or do you think that now he's divorced and he is like a, he's just driving them? So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I used to maybe would say, oh, that would be awesome. But now over the last mm, year, I would say he might be a little... Hard to work with. Yeah. I you don't... missed the drum fill, Jimmy. Give me 25. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, in it, the whole concept of people in other careers or actors or something who then make their way into country music is a whole nother topic. Yeah. Name an actor or a careersman who ended up in country music or at least tried to. You can do this. Man, I can't think of anybody right off the bat. Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright. Julianne Huff. Julian, I remember that. I remember we actually. Song in my head yeah, all day. I remember interviewing her 
as a country artist uh-huh. and only wanting to talk about Dancing with the Stars. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lucy Hale had a country album. Yeah. The Property Brothers. The Property Brothers. Brothers. How could you forget? Wow. And now Kevin Costner. And literally every other man that stars in Yellowstone, they all have country music careers. Kevin Costner and the Modern <laughs> West. These performances from them come off the heels of some big changes for him. As obviously I just mentioned, he settled a contentious divorce with his ex-wife in September. And that followed a heated battle over like child support and money and properties. And there was new headlines every other day. Not to mention he recently cut all ties with Yellowstone, which I think is going to take him to court. Really? Yeah. They're going to sue him over it. I think so. Okay. Because really the the season, they were going to end the entire series with him. And they were like, if you can come film five episodes, we'll end it all. Like, mm. that's it. And he's like, no. Dang. So. Must be nice to have just loads of money. To loads. be able to turn down one of the biggest shows of all time. While paying off your wife. Yeah. To get out of your face, because all you want to do is go play in the honky tonks and Jackson Hole. Just want to play music. Just pure musician now. Country artists are sharing their favorite Halloween memories, and Dirk Bentley's is a little. We don't do this in the Midwest, but first I'll say that the brothers Osborne had a really fun take on why they think Halloween is the coolest holiday because you really can become someone completely different with essentially no consequences. Literally, you can dress up like a zombie and drag your foot behind you all day and make weird noises, and everyone finds that completely acceptable. (laughs) That's part of the thing. You can actually not break character and get away with it. And everywhere I went, even when I ordered a drink, I ordered it like a zombie that was falling apart. And Jingle Fest opener Priscilla Block even says, you know, Halloween's a ton of fun, but I actually don't really subscribe to all the sweets and the trick-or-treats. I am not a huge candy girl. Is that shocking? Hit me with all the carbs. Give me that and a piece of pizza. Trick or treat, do you have any pizza? Because it smells like pizza in this house. (laughs) Smells like steaks. Uh, Don't want the Twizzler. Want the steak that you're cooking? Love that. (laughs) She's so much fun. We're going to have so much fun interviewing her again for Jingle Fest. Yeah, my wife and I would always get Chinese food when we didn't have kids and we were just passing out trick or treat, like we were passing Uh out candy. And I'm sure our house just smelled delicious. I'm sure. Yeah. And Dirk Bentley, his favorite Halloween memory is a little weird because I don't think this is such a St. Louis thing. When I was a kid, man, I was all into fireworks. You know, growing up in Arizona, we couldn't get them, so we'd have them shipped in illegally. Still remember the name of the guy we'd call. His name was Joe, and he'd bring in and ship them with a package with no writing on them. We were all about the M80s and the mailboxes and bottle rockets. <laughs> to me, as a kid, Halloween was fireworks. It was blowing stuff up around. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, wh- I'm sorry. Hang on. <laughs> Dirk's belly is doing this stuff. He's like, yeah, we're blowing up, we're blowing up mailboxes. Halloween. I mean, if that's what you you are doing in Halloween in Arizona, I understand why they outlawed it. I understand why they're like, yeah, no. So weird. So random, right? Like, I get that for Fourth of July. For Fourth of July, I'll give it to you Labor Day Memorial Day. I'll give it to you all summer long. But on Halloween, yeah, that's weird. What are you doing? It's gonna be forty-five. I, I, I expect no fireworks to be blown up on Halloween. In fact, if fireworks did go off on Halloween, I think people would be more nervous. Than yeah, anything. all right, you're time running to go inside. Home. Not fireworks. Exactly. <laughs> How soon is too soon? For what? To get matching tattoos with your partner. Um, I don't know. I don't have any tattoos, so. 10 months? 10 months might be a little soon. Might be a little soon. Are they married? 
Who is who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Tell Kelsey me. Ballerini. Oh God. Is showing off her new set of fine line tattoos in her Instagram story. Tagging her tattoo artist, she said, Thanks for adding to my little skin scrapbook again. Skin scrapbook. Gosh, that sounds like, a, like a Halloween horror film or something. And along <laughs> Alongside it, she posted the photos of the tattoo on her arm and a matching one on her boyfriend of 10 months, Chase Stokes' arm. Matching. Matching. So they don't actually say each other's names. They're just like... No, they're not name tattoos. Lines and such. Is that your guess? Well, you said thin lines or something. No, that's a style thin line. My guess is that it is a little map of the Outer Banks. A little map. A little treasure map, if you will. Am I close? No. Dang it. They each got matching dime-sized Virgo symbols. Ah. Yeah. So good. <laughs> it does seem it seems like something they would do. I'm still hung up on the skin scrapbook thing. Yeah. Thinking about Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm in Halloween mode here. Go on. I don't want to offend anybody who's like down with the whole horoscope thing. But if you're going to go get matching tattoos with your other half, mm. who seem to be as smitten as they are, I just assumed it, it would be something like a uh, wilder. Um, they're bo- so they're both Virgos? Yeah, I don't think Chase Stokes would have got a Virgo tattoo if he wasn't. I'm, I don't know. Is it, I don't know, someone from the Zodiac is going to have to call in and let us know if a Virgo Virgo is a good thing. But I feel like if you're dating or married to your own sign, that's not usually a good thing. I don't know. According to the Twin fire signs. Yeah. Four blue eyes. Twin fire signs. I don't know if a Virgo is a fire. That's a Taylor Swift lyric. Listen, they got matching tattoos. They've been together 10 months. I don't know. I probably wouldn't, but she's in her new... Spontaneous girl era. Yeah. Love that for her. It can turn it into anything. It's so you know it's I mean? so thin she could yeah. zap it off if she wanted exactly. to. Exactly. Two visits. Carly Pierce is teasing up something very full circle. She has a new project in the works that at least part of it follows along with her journey of working at Dollywood as an aspiring singer as she was a teenager way before she was a Grammy winning country star. So without giving away too much. She posted on Instagram and Facebook a side-by-side of her at Dollywood, one of her maybe like five, six years old standing in front of the Dollywood sign and the next of her present day. And she said, quote, full circle moment going back to Dollywood to shoot something really special about my time there. Swipe for a little OG Carly who had big dreams. That's cool. Yeah. While she was, um, I feel like a lot of people know she worked there, but I was surprised to find out that it was when she was a sophomore in high school. She decided that she was going to audition for the shows and the thing. I've never been to Dollywood. Yeah. I'm imagining Branson. She was going to audition for the shows and she got the part, but she was only 16. So her mom had to literally uproot their entire life. And she and her mom both moved there together so that she could do this. And she said, I auditioned and I got the job. I didn't even realize that my mom was uprooting her life to drive me there and live with me in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And I worked six shows a day, five days a week for two years. Wow. I think you have to have buy-in from your parents. That's the key. Buy-in? Buy. Like they have to buy into 
your to hopes the goal and, dreams and the dream. I think as this like a is, 15 year old. You know what I mean? This is true for so many artists. Yeah. I obviously the biggest example in my brain is Taylor Swift because her dad put a lot of investing into a record label. What they do? Sign her. Yep. Carly's mom moved to Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge with her. Parker McCollum, his dad paid his entire band a salary for the first like year of them being together just so that they could get off up on their own feet. Yeah. This I'm hoping the- that, that one of my kids is talented enough to do that. Just like uproot my life and Oh, so they'll be taking you with them. Hopefully someday, you know. I bought my dad a house. And I'm crying, you know, in the background. I think that's every parent's dream. <laughs> when are you too old to have themed birthday parties for all your friends? Because Kane Brown's was horrifying. Oh, my gosh. What do you do? Kane Brown's wife, Caitlin, has a reputation for being this, like, extreme party planner. And she outdid herself for Kane's 30th birthday on Saturday night. So with a birthday this close to Halloween, you know, you just got to do something scary. Yeah. Especially if you're Kane Brown. I think he's like a big gamer and really big into scary movies and things. Did he take a walk in the woods? Mm. <laughs> Maybe to kick things off. <laughs> so he chose a R.I.P. to Kane's 20s themed birthday party and they went all out. Everybody showed up as like clowns and jesters and all kinds of zombies. His wife, Caitlin, had a granny costume. She was in a wheelchair. She had a gray wig and a hospital gown and everything. And Kane, his costume was a nod to his current single, Bury Me in Georgia. He was a Georgia football player that was like zombified. Okay. It was very creative and cool to see them do something out of the box because if you've ever like talked to Kane Brown or you know him below the surface level, Mm -hmm. he's pretty boring. (laughs) I don't mean that in a mean way. I don't think he's boring at home. I think he's just boring when it comes to like interviews and things like that. You know what I mean? I agree. He's an introverted extrovert. I just, I always want, I'm like, give me some of that personality. Yeah. And that's what they did with this. And they had tons of pictures that they posted online of all the fun stuff, like the photo booth and the dance floor and a big sign that said RIP to my 20s. And do you remember that MTV show, My Super Sweet 16? Yes. That was this. That's how extreme it all is. I can't even imagine how much this party cost to put on. I wonder what uh, what car he gifted himself then. Because mm. that was always the big thing. And that was like, what Mercedes Benz or BMW is a 16-year-old going to be driving? Uh-huh. Decked out. Rhinestones yeah. everywhere. I'm sure Kane would do that. Yeah. Lee Bryce is doing awesome things as Lee Bryce does. He just raised $570,000 for pancreatic cancer research. There you go, Lee. So Lee Bryce was on hand for the 10th annual homecoming golf and concert event. This is like a, something they do every year benefiting, obviously, pancreatic cancer. And this is a new record for this fundraiser that's been happening for a decade. So he performed in Myrtle Beach. With Jamie Johnson, Jared Neiman, and his uh, co-performer for Jingle Fest, Randy Hauser. Nice. So nice of them to warm up together before they get to the Jingle Fest stage. Randy, Jared, and Lee are like the three amigos. Are they tight like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes sense because they're all the same. I think it'd be awesome if Jared Neiman showed up to Jingle Fest. Oh my gosh. Just completed that trifecta. Everybody would be like, okay, now seriously, which is which? (laughs) (laughs) And what song belongs to who? They all came out of the same like country music era. They all came at the same time with the same body type and the same attitudes. And then uh, I think Lee, yeah, stole the show on that one. Yeah. 
He's got all the hits. He's got all the hits. Lee Bryce says, nights like this make me want, make me love what I do even more. Not only do I get to sing and play songs with my friends, but we're making a big difference. We're going to have to ask him about this kind of stuff and about his little uh, triplet situation whenever he's here on December 2nd. Yeah, I like that. If you don't have tickets already, uh, it's about that time. It's almost November and Jingle Fest is on December 2nd at the Family Arena with Priscilla Block and Randy Hauser and Lee Bryce. So you can grab that at 923WIL.com. Billy Zimmerman's about to collab with the set of brothers. I gave you the commercial break. Do you know who it is? Brothers Osborne. Wrong. Dang it. Dan and Shay. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That was not. <laughs> yeah, not brothers. Not brothers. <laughs> um, shockingly. <laughs> It all started when the Jonas Brothers, see, you didn't see that one coming. I did not. Posted a photo of four solo cups, each one Sharpie labeled Kevin, Joe, Nick, Bailey. Mm -hmm. Bailey Zimmerman. Bailey commented on the post and said, he said, this is going to be bang. This is going to be bang. With a fire emoji. And bang is in all caps. Oh, is this also sponsored post? <laughs> <laughs> it's also an, an, an energy by drink. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking bang has to be something to do with the song, unless Bailey is just like extremely excited about this. Yeah. Uh, but he recently did an interview where he talked about meeting the Jonas Brothers. And I'm going to read this verbatim, and I'm sure you can hear what it sounded like coming from him. <laughs> I got to meet the guys, hang, and, like, kick it with them. I would say we're kind of like friends. I'm like, dang, dude, these guys are sick, and they really chill and kick it. They treated me so good when I came to the show. Like, dude, you guys are the bomb, man. And the show is, like, unbelievable. (laughs) Please tell me that's quoted on some website somewhere. (laughs) It is. They didn't clean it up at all. Like, just left it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You can tell this kid is, like, maybe 21. So, uh, I don't know. Either they've got a song coming out or what else would they do together, you know? Yeah. What else do the Joe Bros and Bailey Zimmerman have in common? It seems weird because you know, nothing against Bailey Zimmerman. He's just a no, newer, it does. It does he's a newer artist, right? Yes. And if you're the Jonas Brothers, you've been around for a decade. You could choose almost anyone. Exactly. So why Bailey? I thought this too. Because the closest that the Jonas Brothers have ever gotten to working with the country community was taking Kelsey Ballerini on tour a couple years ago and they did they had they have like this friendship with her that goes way back. Yeah. So it seems like they're staying pretty surface level country music, the easy gets, the youngsters. Mm-hmm. Um I'd collab with the Jonas Brothers. Who wouldn't? Yeah. As Riley Green once said about Luke Combs, it never hurts to put Luke Combs on a track. It never hurts to put Joe Bros on a track. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like they've got that fandom that's always gonna win. Next time I'm shopping around, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up the Joe Bros. So we'll see how uh, how this song turns out and if it has anything to do with the energy drink. Bang! Casey covers country.